Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is Love Your Work Life, episode 110. This week, I am rolling back into the early podcast episodes, but it's a recurring theme and thing that's going on right now. It was then, it still is. I think it's a I think it's just always going to be part of work life, and that is managing difficult environments, toxic environments. I always tell my clients that there is nothing they can say that is going to shock or surprise me about work life because I've worked in toxic places, I've been laid off three times, I've made a number of pivots, uh, both in role and industry. It sounds rough, and there were some rough times in there. Don't get me wrong. But the timeless things that I walk you through in this episode have served me so well in navigating all of those ups and downs. And I know these are going to be tools that work for you as well. So listen in on how to manage a toxic workplace. Depending on when you're listening to this, you know about the effects of the the COVID-19 pandemic. And since it first started, my overriding perspective, what I tried to do throughout was be curious because there's certainly some very tragic things that have happened as a result for myself as a career coach and business person and someone who really loves business and loves people. I've tried to stay curious because of the disruptions that happen and are currently happening in the workforce as a result. A lot of stuff has gotten uncovered. And in a way, it's a good thing, right? Because when something gets exposed to the light, then it can be it can be cleaned up. Doesn't mean the cleanup is gonna be easy, but if we don't acknowledge there's a problem, then there's really nothing we can do about it. What I wanna talk about today is toxic work environments. What I've seen happen many times in conversations and in my work with clients over this last year is that people are no longer willing to put up with a toxic environment. Sometimes if you're early in your career, you think that though that just comes along with work, right? Like there's going to be difficult personalities and there's going to be challenges and that that's all just normal. And there's certainly going to be difficult personalities and work isn't always going to be fun. But there's a difference between challenges and working through difficulties than toxic environments. So I want to refer you, and this will be in the show notes, to a couple of articles that I posted on LinkedIn 
One is about toxic environments and the other one is about working with difficult people. So those will be great follow-ups for you. But for today, I want you to understand that you really do have a choice in the matter. Let's say that again. In a toxic environment, you do have a choice because you can choose, and this is your superpower, you can choose what to think in any and every circumstance that you encounter. You can also choose to decide the meaning uh, that you attach to anything that's happening to you. If you haven't read it already, I highly recommend Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning. It's rough, but it's powerful. And it really will give you some great insight into how you can take more control of your thinking and therefore your responses to circumstances and the meaning that you attach to circumstances. I also love the work of Brooke Castillo. She's, she's my coach. And she really speaks to this idea that our thoughts really do create our feelings and our feelings create our actions. She calls it the model. So I want you to think about how much control you actually do have in this situation. You may not be in a position to just quit and walk out the door. When I was in a highly toxic work environment back in my corporate career, I didn't have that choice either. Now, I did decide to look for another job while I was enduring this difficult, toxic environment. Ultimately, there was a restructure in the company and I was let go as part of that restructure. And what's so fascinating is as much as I really knew that that wasn't a situation I was going to be able to endure in the long term, getting let go was still painful. So remember, you have control. You have control of what you think. And if you can get out, if you can walk away, I want you to give yourself permission to do that because ultimately that's going to be healthier for you because once you're free and clear of that situation, then you'll be able to go to work on processing everything that happened to you, processing your feelings and thoughts that you have about that environment, about those situations. And that's going to put you on the road to seeing the possibilities and the options that you actually do have. If you're there and you don't have the ability to just walk away from it, then I definitely encourage you to get a trusted friend, get a mentor, get a career coach. You know, if it's not me, find somebody, but find someone who can help you process all of the weird stuff that you're going to be thinking because our brain is automatically going to look for reasons of why it's your fault. Uh, It's going to look for reasons why uh, you could be doing something different to change that person or change that environment when it actually may not be possible. You may have feelings of imposter syndrome or inadequacy simply because you're not being valued the way you should be in that environment. Everything from not being valued 
to like what happened to me, which was literally having my work product ridiculed from a stage in front of hundreds of people. There's a lot of extremes here. And trust me, I have been through it all. I have processed all of it. So I want to tell you that you are not alone in this situation. But I also want to encourage you to get real with your thoughts so that you can manage. Here's some practical ideas for you. Do what I call a doubt download. Just get all of those negative thoughts out of your brain onto a piece of paper. What this is going to do for you is it's going to help you see all those thoughts as a narrative on a piece of paper. So it'll help you release the drama that's going on in your brain. When you see it on a piece of paper, you can look at it much more objectively and you can counter every one of those thoughts. The thoughts that are rolling around and tumbling around in there are really just default thinking. It's just your brain's normal way of managing an experience, of looking for reasons, um, of wanting to fit in, and you know responses to fear and uncertainty. That's all just normal. So don't judge yourself for having those feelings. But what I want you to do is after you write all those out, to go through all of them and choose some new thoughts. Choose the alternative to those thoughts. In many cases, it may be the exact opposite of what those thoughts were. If you're feeling like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, then choose the thought, I absolutely do know what I'm doing. I've been in this role for how many years and just because a new CEO came in doesn't mean suddenly I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Just because I got a new manager doesn't mean that suddenly I don't have knowledge and I don't have value anymore. So choose those alternative thoughts because here is what that's going to do for you. When you have a thought, it's also creating a feeling. You can trust your feelings. And even if you need to, if you don't, if you're not in touch with your thoughts, but you're feeling something inside you and your body and it doesn't feel good, reverse engineer that back to the thought that you are thinking because that's your superpower. That's what you can control. You can choose your thoughts at any moment, at any time, even if you, even if you're taking actions, if you're, if you are avoiding confrontation, if you are uh, hiding from things, if you're not speaking up in meetings, look at those actions and think about the feeling that is driving that action and then reverse engineer it back one more time to the thought that's creating that feeling. That's where your superpower is. If you are stuck in that environment and you need to look for a job while you're still there, that makes it even more important to manage these thoughts and feelings you're having on a regular basis. As you're managing those thoughts and feelings, uh, if you're not doing a great job of it, then those things are infiltrating your job search. 
those things are possibly preventing you from taking the kind of actions that you know you want to take and need to take to get out of that place. So it's really important to do the work of getting some help, finding somebody who can help you navigate all those feelings and process them properly. This isn't a one-time fix either. Let's let's talk about that. It's not a one-time fix. You might have to do a download of your thoughts multiple times a day because there's a lot going on, but do it. It will help you process. It'll help you understand that this is just a byproduct of a circumstance, that it has absolutely nothing to do with your value. You are worthy. You are valuable. You're intrinsically valuable. You don't need someone to tell you that you're valuable. The more you can start to feel that within yourself and the more you can start to look at what's happening around you that's positive as evidence of your value, not to validate you, but as evidence of your value, the more you're going to be able to process the negativity that's happening around you, to see that it means absolutely nothing about you, and develop the skills and resources to navigate these toxic environments. If the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that people are no longer willing to settle for something that isn't a great fit. If you're in a role that doesn't feel like a great fit, if you feel like you fell into what you're doing and it doesn't feel good because of that, or it doesn't feel good because the environment is truly toxic, then Give yourself permission right now and take the steps to develop the resources that you need to process all those feelings, to choose the thoughts that you want to think about yourself, and if necessary, step up. Invest in yourself. You are worth it. You're worth any decision that you choose for you, and if you need help, I'm here for you. And just to close out, looking back at this episode, I found that there are still so many of those same narratives going on. This is, like I said at the beginning, probably not going to change on a societal level, on a work culture level, but you are allowed to be selfish. Be selfish enough not to put up with a toxic workplace any longer than you have to. And if you must stay, then put together a plan to manage it, to stay on top of what your value is, because it doesn't go away just because someone doesn't see it. All right, my friends, you know I love you, and I'll talk to you again soon. If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide, and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.